Hey there, beautiful soul. You are listening to Bridging Faith and Business, a platform that has been carefully cultivated for kingdom builders who are looking to build not only their faith, but also their business. This podcast is hosted by yours truly, Dela Sabio. I am an entrepreneur from New York City, and I understand the significance in conducting business biblically and also achieving and going after an entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to our journey together in bridging faith and business. Hey guys, welcome back to this channel. Thank you guys for coming back and tuning in. This is your girl, De La Sabio. Happy Monday, happy Tuesday, happy Wednesday. Whenever you are listening to this, happy. (laughs) So... Please excuse me as I learn how to balance all areas of my life, business, ministry, personal, and all of the sort. I am currently in the middle of transition and still learning how to balance. I feel like I've been saying this for a long time, but the truth of the matter is I'm learning this now is that balance is a journey. It is a process. So even though I feel like by this time I should have been at a certain level, I've, I've learned some things and I just want to excuse myself and let you know, just like you in some areas of your life, we over here, sis over here is still trying to balance some areas. Okay, so please excuse me for the last two weeks that we did not get a chance to meet. Now, in those moments that we did not meet, I have been indulging in time with the Lord. I have been spending a lot of time with him. I've been working a lot in my business and meeting with my clients. Shout out to the Holy Spirit for leading me and guiding me because honestly, I don't know what I would do without the Holy Spirit guides me is my best friend he leads me he corrects my wrongs he cleans up my mess he uh gives me the blueprint the foundation the right words to say the people to talk to in addition i had the honor to minister and serve god's people i had the honor to deliver the word two times this month alongside my co labor brethren in Christ, Minister Michael Logan at D3, which is my home church. You guys know that I serve as an assistant pastor. So it was an honor to deliver the word, not once, but twice this month. And we talked about pursue. And if you want to go check out those sermons, go over to YouTube and type in D3 Ministries. There you will find the whole series of Pursue. This month, we were focusing on the topic of Pursue, how God is pursuing us and as we are pursuing him. And so all goodness, I preached about the ball is in your court and don't believe the hype. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the link in the show notes to make it easier for you. All you have to do is scroll down and click. See, I got your back. 
besides preaching, I have also been spring cleaning my home. I've been cleaning out my closets, going through my clothes, my shoes, my dresses, and even my furniture, my books, and just cleaning out the things that I don't need. So I have been making a few trips to the thrift store. I have been selling a few items online on the apps that I use, such as Offer Up. They're not sponsoring this uh, podcast, but I do want to mention them because I want to let you know the resources that I use. So I have been cleaning, selling, and detoxing not only just my physical house, but also my health. And so I have been drinking a gallon of water a day. I have been exercising for the last 10 days. I've been exercising every single day and I've been feeling so much better. The best gift that you can give to those around you is the best version of you. And that is what we talked about in our last episode. We talked about building we talked about going into another level in building with God what does it actually mean to build with him and so not only are we talking about physically building our businesses but we are also talking about building within our lives not only building in our lives but also in our minds our soul our spirit our homes our finances our relationships building as a whole working um towards the goal and aiming to what God has for us in this particular season building and we read the scripture Haggai chapter 1 verses 4 through 7 and we gave specific instructions and just to bring it back to your memory is the instructions that the Lord has given to us in last time's episode was to come and sit with him in prayer number one write down the instructions that you receive in prayer and number three rebuild the house the house meaning your mind your body your spirit your house your finances and your relationships and that beautifully opens the door to this week's episode this week's conversation you might be asking why is it important to build well my love it is important to build because a lot of us unknowingly are building for the wrong reasons and because we are building for the wrong reasons we are experiencing a drought and the truth of the matter is that if we don't build properly we will face a drought and you might be asking what is a drought a drought is a period of dryness it is a location of of being stuck it is a place where you have been falling short from something you have you have seen a damage that prevents successful growth you're not able to move past the stage that you are currently in you you're experiencing dryness everywhere that you turn around is being blocked off you're trying to move from one location to another but it seems like you keep hitting a wall it seems that there's 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 just a you're in a deserted place you're left alone you feel isolated no one can understand your language no one is seeing what you're doing you feel like you're being left behind you feel like you're not being seen you feel like you're being misunderstood you are in a season 
season of drought. And let let me say also that some of us might not be in a season of drought, but you will need to hear this because one day you will be in a season of drought. The Bible lets us know that it rains on the just and the unjust. And there's a time and a season for everything under the sun. Ecclesiastes let us know it is a time and a season for every single thing and every single season within our lives. So though you might be saying, I'm not going to continue to listen to this episode because it does not exactly speak to where I am. I need you to hold on for a second because your season of drought might be coming right around the corner and you must know how to how to prepare and how to go through that season of drought. And I think that understanding will give you wisdom. When you understand something, you can handle things a little bit better as opposed to really not knowing. So real life examples of droughts are the following. You're working so hard, but yet you are not getting any results. Talk about working hard and working hard, not smart at all. Another example is you have not seen any progress in a long time. I don't know about you, but I don't like to work for no reason. I need to work towards a progress. What is the aim? What is the goal? What is the target? What where are we going? What is the hope here? Where are what is the destination? Where are we heading? And what's what is the stops, the pit stops that we need to make along the way as we go towards our destination? I don't like to stop for no reason. I don't know about you, but I don't like to drive around with no destination. I need to know where I'm going, what I'm doing, who I gotta pick up where where I'm going I need to know no progress in a long time another example is you've been feeling stuck and discouraged this is another example of a real life drought another example is you have a blurry vision on where you're going You're kind of sure, but not exactly. You have an idea, but it's still not fully complete. The vision is not fully complete. So you're kind of stuck. And so you can kind of see where you're going, but you don't really know. It's complicated. Okay. We just going to sum that whole thing up and say it's complicated. The vision is blurry. Another example is you forgot your purpose. You forgot why you're starting, why you started doing what you are doing right now. And everything is is getting hard. It's like you're aimlessly walking around, trying to post up some posts, trying to speak to some clients, trying to book this and trying to look up some courses and picking up a study and doing so many different things and not finishing any one of them because you are targeting at everything and having no aim to anything. And so these are some real examples of droughts. And if you found yourself uh, relating to any of these droughts, I'm going to tell you, you are here at the right place and at the right time. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 through 15. I'm going to read this and I'm going to give you guys some instructions based on what God is saying to us right now on why it is important to build. And I'm, it, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It reads... Chapter three, verse nine, for we are both 
God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. Because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on it. But whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful. Verse 11, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Verse 12, anyone who builds on the foundation must use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. Verse 13, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. Verse 14, if the work survives, the builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Whew! Child, number one, we are God's workers. We're working for God. God is our CEO. He is the one in charge. We are not the CEOs. We are the managers. We are working for the king. We are working as his workers. God is the chief executive officer. He makes the final decisions. Managers delegate and manage the decisions and plans of a CEO. Once we have received the instructions, just like we talked about in the last episode, once we've received God's decisions and instructions as managers, it is our responsibility to delegate and manage what God has already implemented. Because God is our CEO and we happen to be his workers, we are to stay the course on his vision. The Bible lets us know that God has has his plans and we also have our plans but his plans always prevails it says that we are not to lean on our own understanding that if God has created us and knew us before we was in our mother's womb and take cares of the birds and dress the garden and the lilies and the flowers how less will he take care of us will he know the intricate details of who we are and how we are made up of and how how we We are to succeed in the business that he has called for us to delegate. We are to manage and not be the CEO. A lot of us have this mentality that we are to make the final decisions. But when God tells you that you are to birth this business and to start this podcast and to do X, Y, and Z, he is doing it with the intention that he's going to use you as a manager, not a CEO, because you have to choose this day whom you will serve. It's either you are do you are a yes God or you are your own God. It's either you are saying yes to him or you are saying no to him. The Bible lets us know that a, a double-minded man is unstable in all of their ways. You can't be stable 
stable if your decision is in two places. Your decision has to be one. It's either you are the manager or you are the CEO. You need to take your seat as the manager if God is your CEO. But if you want to be your own CEO, then you have more work on your plate. You have more things on your plate. God is looking from an angle of 360 and we are managing and delegating from an angle of 180. We can't see the full vision, but God can see the full vision. That's why we are managers and he is the CEO. We are God's workers. We work for him. He's our CEO. We are managers. According to 1 Corinthians 3 and 9, it says that we are God's workers. The second thing I want to point out in the scripture, it says that we are working on God's field. I want to declare this in the atmosphere. Psalms 24 verses 1 through 3. It tells us that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that is in the earth belongs to God himself. He is the creation. He is the creator of creation. He is a creative God. He spoke and then there was. In the beginning, in the book of Genesis, he spoke. He created. He said that he looked at the light and he said it was good. He looked at the darkness and he said it was good. He put together the the day and night he created what we are standing in he created the same very transportation that you are using to get to work this morning he's created the very headphones and the phone and the computer that you are listening this podcast from God has created everything that we are that we lay our hat our eyes and our hands on he is the creator God is the creator of creation this is why we worship the creator and we don't worship the creation because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And if the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, guess what? That means you belong to God. Everything in your life belongs to God. The books in your library belongs to God. Your apartment belongs to God. Come on, somebody. Your, your, your mind belongs to God. Your wardrobe belongs to God. Your job belongs to God. Your marriage belongs to God. Come on and help me preach. Your, your mind, everything belongs to God. Instagram belongs to God. Algorithm belongs to God. Hashtags belong to God. Let's make it practical, break it down and make it simple and use examples and make it relatable so we can see it and we can breathe it and we can relate to it because God is not the author of confusion. He is the creator. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Your business belongs to God. Your finances belong to God. This is God's field. You're in his territory. You are in his domain. When you accept to be God's worker, you are accepting to co-labor in God's field. You are not in your own field. It may feel like you are because you can physically feel by yourself, but there is a spirit being, a, a living God that lives inside of us that, that God said in the book of Acts that he will leave a gift with us that will give us power. And that gift is the Holy Spirit. We are working in God's field. Number three, we are God's building. 
<laughs> we belong to God. He made us the way we are for a reason. I know you stumble over your words and you don't know what to say and how to say it, but God made you that way. I understand that you can't really articulate your thoughts to the fullness and you can't really speak your mind the way you want to, but God made you that way. I know that you speak your mind and you're very loud and sometimes you can come across to others as obnoxious or very, very insecure, but God had made you that way for a reason. You are not a mistake. You have been carefully cultivated for a purpose. God made you the way you are. He put you where you are for a specific reason. You may not see the correlation in this moment, but there is a correlation that goes together. And this, there's a reason why God does the thing that he does. The Bible lets us know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called by his name. We are God's building. We have been carefully cultivated for a purpose. We have an assignment. We have a, uh, an agenda. God has a purpose over our lives. We're not just here for no reason, but there's a specific reason why we are here. There's a specific reason why God has looked at you. He clothed you. He named you. He decreed you. And he has prophesied over you. He said, I'm going to place you in the Bronx. I'm going to place you in Mississippi. I'm going to place you in California. I'm going to place you in, 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 in Wyoming in, in the year of 2021 because I, my people need you for this time and not 1991 because they need you for now and not for later or before. We are God's building. We have been created for a purpose. We are the way we are for a specific reason. God made no mistake when he clothed you. He made no mistake when he when he identified you. He made no mistake when he breathed air into your lungs and you took your first breath of air when the doctor has smacked the bottom of you when you came out your mother's womb and you let out that first cry, that cry that let us know that you are alive, that cry that let us know that you are here to stay, that cry that let us know that you have made a mark here on earth. We are God's building. This is why it is important to build. I want to read you Psalm 139. This is one of my favorite Psalms. And it reads, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know, when I sit down or stand up, you know my thoughts, even when I'm far away, you see when I travel, you see, I'm sorry, you see me when I travel. And when I rest at home, you know everything thing that I do. Verse four, you know what I am going to say even before I say it. Verse five, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my hand. I'm going to leave the rest of the scripture for you to read on your own personal time with the Lord. But this scripture, this, this chapter right here is going to bless you. This chapter here speaks to how God God knows you, how he has created you the way you are for a particular reason. This is why it is important to build. It is important to build because number one, we are God's worker. We are here for a purpose. Number two, we are working on God's field. And number three, we are God's own personal 
building. We belong to God. And so when we build, when we make the decision to do these things and do it God's way, not our ways, but do it his way, we are making the decision and we are partnering up with the Holy Spirit to build up God's house. As it reads in Haggai chapter 1, it is time to rebuild the house of God. It is time to rebuild the house of God. And to remind you, the house of God consists of your body, your mind, your spirit, your house, your finances, and your relationships. It is important to build these areas because we belong to God and he has a much greater plan for every single one of us. Let me leave you with this one question. What if you 100% commit yourself to who God has created you to be? Who would you be? Where would you be? And what will you be doing? Building is important for these reasons. So... This is a great spot to cut the cord and concludes today's conversation. This conversation has been also oh good to my soul. I don't know about you, but I found some of the areas I was talking to myself directly. And so I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that you have taken something from today's conversation. Please share this with someone to bless them. If you know anybody, share this with them. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you will see and hear and learn about more testimonies within my life. Uh, you can search me up, De La Sabio, and also I'll leave it down in the show notes below so you don't have to worry about it too much. You can just click and go. And so, y'all, with that being said, this is it. We are officially under construction (laughs) and all the way in this building series. So, I will see you guys next week and we'll talk then. Bye-bye.